Jimmy Tucker on the line. Uh, Jimmy, we're obviously going to talk about the, the coup being complete. It's been the most dramatic of times for Rugby Australia over the weekend. But I just thought I'd bring this up, mate, uh, with you on the line. Uh, our great mate Crash, Rob Craddock, uh, wrote a brilliant piece on John Millman at the weekend and coming up to lift the spirits of our dearly departed mate, Paul Scobie Malone. Johnny Millman has replied on Twitter this morning, thanks for the article, Crash. This one really moved me. Armed with his pen and notepad, Scobie had a big impact on me. Well and truly part of my journey. Uh, only wish he could have been there to write the final chapter of my playing career. He was brilliant. Uh, Jay Millman, uh, just look up under the word class in the dictionary and you see a photo of Millman. Uh, Jimmy, good morning to you. Uh, and to you, Paddy. Yeah, it was a wonderful piece because it did something that um, I guess the way modern media goes that you, you don't really always dig into the, the human stories or the what people might consider the smaller stories, but it had so much heart what John Millman did. And I guess to fill our listeners in a little bit, um, when uh, Paul Malone was, was stricken and in hospital, John Millman, who'd just beaten Roger Federer, or, or sorry, in a five-setter, had a brilliant Australian Open against uh, Roger Federer. He, in the days following, he found his way to Paul's hospital bed in Brisbane and shared a, yeah. a brilliant moment where they just talked uh, together and uh, such a genuine, genuine person, John Millman. So yeah. uh, all the best for his next chapter in life. Yeah, well, yeah, he'll go from C-grade champion to B-grade champion and probably A-grade champion at Brisbane. Yeah, well, he's Thompson. like 10 point something. He's A-grade now. <laughs> oh, is he A-grade now? Oh, is he okay? I oh, might be just outside now. Yeah. Righto, Jimmy, let's talk about this upheaval, the coup, whatever you want to call it, the revolt. But there were four meetings by the Rugby Australia board over the weekend. The end result is that Hamish McLennan is gone as chairman. We've got uh, Queensland Wallaby great Daniel Herbert in as the interim chairman. And uh, things have all changed dramatically. Well, they have. And I think most of all, it just reflects the absolute depth of despair, uh, even disgust by Wallaby fans uh, from what happened at the Rugby World Cup. And most of all, they wanted accountability at the top level. Uh, Eddie Jones, gone. uh, And now Chairman Hamish McLennan, gone. So... The, the board itself has to reflect what the constituents think and the general public public had really lost faith with what was happening at the, the top in uh, Australian rugby. Uh, so this purge hopefully uh, moves us on to a, uh, a chapter where we can go all guns blazing towards the 2027 Rugby World Cup, which is being held in Australia. And it's not happening six months before the tournament. It's happening a full four years. So... The reset button has definitely been reset. Oh, plenty to happen before that that World Cup as well. Um, uh, you know why? I'd love to get my hands on that letter that the the constituents wrote, uh, explaining exactly why he lost the sport. Everyone praised his move to get Jones, even at the expense of Rennie. And then when that didn't go very well, gee, they pointed the guns. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll put my hand up straight away and say I, I supported the decision to install Eddie Jones yes. as coach. Uh, he went mad professor on us, which was uh, the issue. He changed everything. So instead of just adding some Eddie special sauce to Dave Rennie's team and uh, some of the cohesive parts, he changed completely everything. Uh, got the psychologist in to examine the team and uh, where the fit of Michael Hooper might be, and that was out of the team. 
Uh, so there, there were those those elements, um, yeah, things ran off the rails. But uh, Hamish McLennan, just the, the upticks were that he was very significant in that securing of the hosting rights for 2027 and 2029 Rugby World Cups. Uh, he signed a broadcast deal, uh, helped the, the code out of uh, financial distress during the COVID period. So there were some some big uh, ticks. Now, the, the punchline in the letter from the States was really that they believed, and I'm quoting, uh, McLennan has been acting outside his role as a director and exerting an undue influence on the operations and executives of Rugby Australia. Yep. And we no longer have any trust or faith in his leadership or the direction in which he's taking rugby in Australia. So there's little things aside from the Rugby World Cup. Actually, I'll say big things. Yes. Uh, the states were expecting promises of uh, funding to the states which hadn't eventuated. Um, there was concern in certain areas about his push to mm. make private private equity um, uh, a guarantee in, in rugby. And mm-hmm. essentially that's selling off the game. And there were people who were gravely concerned that if you sell off the game just for that short-term game, you, you never get control of your game back. Um, and also, it has to be said, the signing of Joseph Suolihi really ruffled a lot of people because his Mega Millions deal just completely uh, changed um, the structure of what payments certain players could expect or get in uh, the, the general dealings of signings. I had at least one player manager say to me that, what does that say about my player who plays in a similar position? Is he not good enough or, or worth um, 40% less? It just changed the pecking order of all the, the deals. And um, McLennan's fingerprints were all over that deal. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I agree too. But So let's look ahead. What is the ex-Wallaby and a Queenslander, Daniel Herbert, um, what is he going to bring, do you think, Jimmy? I think he adds uh, definitely more connection to the through the entire game. He served uh, at Queensland Rugby uh, in a general manager's role there where he got the development application through to start the Ballymore uh, redevelopment process. So he knows what it's like to just keep uh, knocking on doors and keep pushing things through. Um, he's clearly got a connection at grassroots as well. Uh, his brother Anthony runs the GPS rugby club, so he knows all, all about club footy. And I, I think it's not just all on uh, Daniel Herbert. You mm-hmm. now see Bill War, former Wallaby, is the chief executive. The president of Rugby Australia is Joe Roth, who is also a World Cup winner. So there's some uh, some rugby smarts from people who actually played rugby at the top level yep. there. Now, that's no guarantee that they'll get everything right. But I, I think uh, there's been a major reset here where a supportive board, um, Herbert has said, yes, we definitely want centralisation uh, agendas advanced. Um, and that's another battlefield. Um, everyone can see the value in the high performance being aligned where, say, Rugby Australia would, for example, um, help financially put in the right assistant coach, say in in, uh, Queensland or with the ACT Brumbies, someone who can be advanced through the system to help the coaching structure. But what uh, there's an anti-feeling to is uh, Rugby Australia, we're not going to allow you to come in and run our commercial operations in Queensland. We finally got uh, Ballymore up and running and making money out of Ballymore and we don't particularly want 
uh, Rugby Australia coming in and running that show. Mm. So there, there's different different things that need to be uh, sorted out, but uh, everything's very raw, uh, and you'd hope everyone's got an open mind to make things far better than they have been. Yeah, oh. agreed. Because the Brumbies are, you know, there's real concerns about their solvency. Yes, uh, there are, and um, the, the Brumbies definitely, with Queensland, were the, the other top dog who signed the uh, the letter to remove uh, Hamish McLennan or put um, uh, him on notice. Um, they've been concerned for a while. Uh, you'll recall a few years ago there was some ridiculous thought of combining the ACT Brumbies with the Melbourne Rebels. So take Australia's most successful province, mix it up with perhaps the least successful province and come up with nothing like that. That was a, a basket case idea. So the Brumbies have always felt threatened because they're a smaller operation. Uh, they can't get through their new stadium idea down in Canberra. Uh, so they've always felt financially threatened and not, and even under the threat of relocation in some ways. So they've always felt their the rugby Australia perhaps didn't have their backs in, in some ways. So, uh, I think they they feel uh, more secure with this direction, but that doesn't uh, put more money in the coffers. So no. they've still got to do quite a bit of work there. All right, Jelly, we've run out of time, sadly. The story not done yet, but uh, we really appreciate your take on it today. Uh, the coup is complete and the Rugby Australia chair is gone and in comes the ex-Wallaby Daniel Herbert as the new interim chair of Rugby Australia. Jimmy Tucker, as always, thank you so much. Thanks, Jimmy. Good on you, boys.